The Human Torch was denied a bank loan. The human torch was denied a bank loan. Is that really a vocal exercise? The human torch? No, no, that was a thing from uh, the first Ron Burgundy movie. Oh, right. It's been ages since I've seen the Ron Burgundy movies. Yeah, the the second one I'm I I really enjoy for the most fucked up reasons, if only just because of the weird Will Smith cameo. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that th- first one is a fucking 10 to me. Yeah, that's crazy. I like I like the was it the second one where um, they did the news story about the car chase? Yeah, that was the one yeah. um, where they basically started like CNN. Yeah, essentially. yeah, I, I was yeah. like, boy, this this is way too poignant for what I expected out of this movie. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're spoofing the OJ chase. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is this is. This is too real. And also, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and also, it hasn't gotten better since then. <laughs> no. Um, so, uh, I do have a camera. It's not a, It's not actually camera news. But Wait, are we recording already? Yeah, yeah, we're recording. We're recording. <laughs> um, the what, so, Somebody, some, some Olympus guy, whatever they're called now, said... That they're <laughs> announcing a new camera within weeks. Within weeks. weeks. What does weeks. a new camera mean anymore? So, the speculation... Let me, let me take a guess. It's going to take photos? Photos and video. Whoa! <laughs> and let me guess, it'll be called the OMDE... 25 it'll be mark it'll be called it'll be called the omg we're still in business somehow (laughs) yeah yeah that you're you're right like it's it's almost impossible to buy a bad camera these days right what's it's almost similar to like a smartphone or whatever it is like you can have a a personal preference and what have you but it's hard to find something that doesn't do halfway decent phone calls send text messages take photos videos and have a relatively okay app support system yeah you know depending on what your your choice is but like yeah i mean it's kind of hard to fuck up at this point all my all my camera gear well most of my camera gear is like decades old like a lot of the lenses that i use all the time are like 10 20 years old but lenses are lenses though yeah like, lens, lenses last forever uh the body that i my main body the d750 is like i don't know like 10 years old now or something like that and um it does it does video it 10 1080 video if i wanted to do video but like that that camera is pretty damn great like right and they've only gotten better since then and I mean, there's 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 differences between mirrorless and 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 DSLRs, but like if you're shooting micro four thirds, you've been shooting Olympus, you've been shooting um, mirrorless forever now. So like you have a mirrorless right. camera. Yeah. I mean, other than like Sony's Magic Eye autofocus is kind of amazing. Like, um, you know, yeah, it, it just locks there's- in and it goes you know. Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. There are some some real upgrade stuff that you could do, but. If you are just looking to get into photography, you could easily do what I did and drop, you know, a couple hundred bucks, get yourself a nice body with an adjustable, what equates to a, a like 50, um, sorry, get you and maybe spend another couple hundred bucks on 
you know, some sort of long distance lens and a fixed lens, which is the rig that I have, and still be way under a grand. Can you not die on the podcast? Like, that's kind of a rule. When we set this up all those years ago, you were like, Brandon Chalmers, because as your fat guy, I have a much higher chance of a heart attack. You were like, you're not allowed to fucking die on the podcast. And I was like, no deal, Jamie. No deal. Uh, sometimes when you drink the water, it goes down a different spot. Ugh. See, this is what... Have you? Do you not understand? Don't drink water, Jamie. Fish shitting it. Fish shitting it. Yeah. Um, but you, you're right. Like getting a kit. I mean, you can get a you could get a kit for like five hundred bucks, including the lenses and all that kind of stuff. Right, and, and that's, you're good and that's to the go. thing is like I really genuinely believe that the the real issue that I see with cameras right now is there's no middle ground in between Mm-mm. the like. I want to spend reasonably, let's say for a body, some lenses, a decent case, what have you, 700 bucks, which is not a small amount of money when you factor in everything you're getting. Like, I think I've spent probably all told probably closer to 900 with the, uh, what is it now? Three lenses I have, the case, the multiple batteries, um, you know, all of the additional cables and I think I got like an extra like wrist strap and I got like a mount that gives me a bit more grip and what have you. But like mm-hmm. I went a little hog wild on the aftermarket getting a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So like and I also got the uh, the peak design strap and what have you. But Those like they're so good. Those could, are nice. As you know, shit, you, man. They're totally great. But like reasonably, I could cut 200 bucks off my kit and still have a really nice camera that can handle. Yeah. Damn near everything an amateur photographer would want. And the problem that I see is this, the only way to really upgrade is to easily triple that price because you almost yeah. have to go to a really high end, whole new level. Like it's it's the old thing that I learned when I started to get really into cars all those years ago. Mm-hmm. You can get a bunch of parts for a beater Honda or an old Chevy or whatever it is when you want to start fucking around with like really nice german stuff bmws uh your audis when i when i owned a saab trying to buy parts for that thing (laughs) you gotta like you gotta fucking put some scratch out there because it's just it's a whole new level of expensive and i can't really understand why someone would do that until they're really fucking ready so the idea of them being like we got a new camera is like for who? For who? I think the 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 theory is that they are going to be going um, super cheap with like their tough line. Olympus has like a, a point and shoot tough camera that you could like chuck at a wall. You could go diving with it. Like you could drive a car over it and you could just take photos with it. And it's got like a variable lens, so like you could zoom in a little bit. But they they made a lot of money with this tough camera, or they're going to go high end. So they're you're right. There's no middle. There's no middle at right, all. There, there's no middle ground because ultimately anybody who's buying that tough camera, you know who that is? Fucking old people. <laughs> because yeah. you and I would use our cell phone for 99% of that. And and that's I, I think that's what ate up the middle market for cam- for cameras. Like anyone But it's not. Hmm. Like reasonably because if my my camera body and lens is a much higher grade than my iPhone. And I would argue that given the combination of lenses, like my fixed lens and that camera takes so much better portrait photos than anything that Apple has right now 
for a very minimal price. Like if I bought, well, it's way cheaper than an iPhone now. (laughs) Right. One, it's cheaper than an iPhone, but two, like if I'm buying an independent piece and I'm going, okay, this is the thing I can actually take much better photos. So it's not actually solving that market. So like Mm. who, who the fuck is that for? Other than like, cause I got to believe like if you're an adventure douchebag, you don't give a fuck about still photos. You're going to go get a GoPro, GoPro and you're going to go slap it on videos. your face. And- right. Yeah. You're going to have the selfie stick. You're going to jump off of shit, whatever <laughs> it is like GoPros for days. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you like, yeah, yeah. there, I'm sure there are like varying mm. different types. And I'm sure somebody mm. who's like super into adventure video or whatever it is would hear this and be like, you just like GoPro. Cause it's just like the bandaid of, of, of no, cameras, but they've cornered the market. Like I, yeah, DJI I DJI has has something equivalent, but it pff, GoPro blows it out of the fucking water, man. Right, right. I mean, it's just anyway. I don't understand the purpose of a camera like that. That really does feel like the sort of thing that grant like when a grandparent hears that their 12 year old grandkid is having a birthday and they're kind of a rough and tumble kind of kid, (laughs) but they want to get into photography. That is the sort of weird nerf padded extreme, like (laughs) kind of bullshit bullshit that they would end up buying for them. This is the same equivalency. I saw uh, Nicole posted uh, a thing on her, her Instagram stories where it was like, Oh, it's her birth. It's an uh, it's your eleven year old daughter's birthday, and she likes art. And you get like one of those prefab things where it's got like like nine pastels and yeah. a bunch of colored pencils. Yeah, and, like the, that shit's the great. And everything. That shit's great, and it's <laughs> cheap as shit. <laughs> right, and but that's the problem is that's not necessarily a really kind <laughs> gift for somebody who's really kind of getting into something. I I beg to differ because because. It gives you a variety of mediums to work with instead of like at that age, if you're 11 and you're trying to find out what what you like, you want to have access to a bunch of different shit and not everybody has that. So that's what these cheap kits are for. And if you lean towards one, that's when you start getting into that's when you start specializing as an art kid. That's that was stop being such a lazy fucking dick. That's a six year old's gift. You buy, you actually ask the question, what are you into? Oh, I'm into watercolor. At 11? You spend that same $24 at 11, on a nicer kit. At 11, Brandon Chalmers? No. Yes. An 11-year-old? Yes. No, no, no. Jamie, no. if you told me that you wanted me to, that, that it's Hazel's birthday, mm-hmm. right? And you were like, I don't know, man, get her art supplies. I ask you, what's she into? What's she doing right now? I wouldn't get her. You know why a Swiss Army knife sucks? Because it sucks at everything. It's mediocre at everything. Right. It's it's a, it's I am a telling you, trade. I am telling you I am telling you eleven years old is too early to specialize in art. I am telling you that. It is too I'm I'm telling early. you right now that you need to have more friends and split that shit up and everybody needs to spend that twenty five dollars. One person needs to spend that money on a proper set of fucking Prismacolor pencils. Somebody else needs to spend that money on a proper set of watercolors, and somebody else needs to spend that money on a proper set of pastels. In high school in high school, yes. Uh, high school like sixteen, fifteen, that age group, yes, that's when you start getting them the shit that is actually worthwhile. But at eleven, no. At 11, you just need to get shit out. You just need to put stuff out. You need to figure what you're doing. From 6 to 11, that's when you're digging into the mud. That's when you're, like, smearing shit all over the place. You're not drawing, like, fucking 
comic book covers. Get into it. Try everything. Try everything. And eleven year old are processing that stuff. Get the fuck out of here. Like yeah, the kid. And I'm not buying that. Yeah, but like, why? I I hate those posts when people are dunking on people for buying this thing because like, a lot of people don't have the resources. To, to get fancy shit. So if what you get, if what you can afford is this basic bullshit set that has crappy stuff, get it for somebody because who knows? They might find out like, I hate these pastels. I hate these pencils. This watercolor isn't great, but I like what it's doing. And they figure that out at 11 with that kit. That's awesome. Right. And I'm saying spend the extra four minutes talking to somebody about that kid because I'm guessing that they're lazy ass parents who say, oh, they like art. I've already bought them this fucking thing. And they might not have. Look, you're never going to win me over at this argument because at 11, maybe they haven't had a chance to draw stuff like their kids. Their parents spent the spent all this money sticking them in front of a video game set when they could have just given them a pen and pencil. And at the time, and maybe at 11, this is the first time they've been, they've encountered these art supplies. And that sounds stupid as shit. But like when Phil and I did that con up in Philadelphia at the dump where, where that place was, there were kids that came up to the table who had never had a chance to draw on anything. And they were like young kids, but also like, fucking middle schoolers who'd never had a chance to draw on stuff and they were like this is amazing and it opened their parents eyes and they're like well shit maybe i should get them a cheap ass fucking set of something so they can figure out like there there are many ways people get to art and like 11 year old 11 years old might seem like oh they should have been drawing this entire time but parents don't know all that People look at art like it's a it's an extra thing that no one gives a shit about like they've been spending all their time like you know, getting their kids ready for all these other things. And art is the last thing on anyone's mind. So like the, the fact that people are, have access, like, I don't know. I don't like dunking on people for getting them that, that shit kit. Cause it'll open somebody's mind to other possibilities. And you can't convince me otherwise because I've had those fucking shitty sets. I, 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 I understand what you're saying. What I'm hearing the common denominator is, is these are shitty parents who don't bother to pay attention to their fucking kids. Well, that that is also true. That that was the other part of the equation that I was like, right, because that's that seems <laughs> to be the common denominator across the board is what I'm telling you is you as a friend need to dig just a fucking little bit. And if you don't get a non plus answer by all fucking means, but I think you're better than buying that thing. I think you can chip out in a couple extra bucks and get them something nice. Yeah. Because I've also found that a lot of kids, when they're met with shitty materials, quit early mm. and often. Mm. And that's my real counter argument there is don't get fucking cheap on a kid's creativity that early on. You may stifle that shit yeah. because it just is crap. And you it, I have really found with friends, with relationships, with work. Everything is a garbage in, garbage out system. <laughs> you put trash in it, you put shit in your body, you look like shit. Case in point. You actually <laughs> bother to put a real bit of effort into shit, and you end up being some sort of cut monster. It's it like a, a yeah. prime example, right? YouTube suggestions. WWE oh, superstar oh. Edge <laughs> pops up and they're like, Eat like Edge. Edge is training. Edge just turned like, I don't know, 48 or 50 or whatever it is. Yeah. Dude is fucking caught. Yeah. 
now. Mind you, he works out all day, every day, and I get that. But what I'm hoping for is maybe to watch this video and learn that, like, Edge has some secrets where he's like, look, not for nothing, but every night I go to bed and I make, I don't know, fucking overnight oats or something like that, or I get up every morning early and it's just, I eat nothing but fucking eggs all the time. I cut out this and this and this and it's just nothing but fucking eggs. Like, some sort of... This was the way that I ended up trimming down so that I could maybe introduce something new. And what did I learn, Jamie Noguchi? That he pays for one of those fucking meal prep services. Oh. You want to know how you eat like Edge? You fucking rich. Pay for it, yeah. That's how you eat like Jesus Edge. You're fucking Christ. rich. Yeah. Because he has like five meals a day and like... It's like, oh, yeah, you know, I have, you know, uh, a four ounce steak and Brussels sprouts. And, you know, we go with this company and I have packages delivered every like three days. And, uh, you know, I just pop it in the microwave and it's really perfect. And it gets my macros perfectly. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you. Like, and, it, and it got me like reminded of like it is a garbage and garbage ass system. Yes, of course. That's how he fucking does it. Yeah. Like. If there was a, a part where I was pissed off and the other part was like, oh, yeah, that's right. If I managed to just throw a bunch of money at one of those meal prep services where all I had in the house was really healthy shit and I had to put zero fucking effort into cooking it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'd be I ripped too, man. Wait, like, yeah, I could cut weight like crazy. <laughs> I'd have to spend easily, easily 25 grand a year on food. Oh, no question. Wow. Just for me. Wow. Just for fucking me. We, we need to. Because you got a figure. We need to get a sponsor, well, man. <laughs> yeah, you say that, but like, you know who we'll get? We'll get like fucking Nutrisystem. And I'm not eating that shit. Nah. It's awful. Like a, 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 uh, I don't know, a Blue Apron or something like that wants to come on board. What have you? Hello Fresh, a trifecta systems, whatever it is. You want it? You want to do before and after shots with your boy? We can totally do that. Trifecta, <laughs> hit me up. Nice. I will absolutely just eat their meals. I'll go to work and then I'll just train fucking hard. You know why? Because I'll have all this extra time where I'm not doing dishes not and cooking. not cleaning things up yeah. and not cooking. And you know what I can be doing with that time? Making games <laughs> just all day. Gains! Just games. Games. Just all day long. Yeah, but. So what you're saying anyway, is if, if you give someone a shitty camera, they're not going to want to take photos. <laughs> I think it's going to be more of a deterrent than anything else. Yeah. Some kids, you are 100% right. Yeah. But some kids are like you, where you have an undying fire to do the thing and create. Yeah. There are some kids, though, that I think need that right kind of kick in the ass. And whether it's opportunity or encouragement or just quality stuff where they get to go, fuck yeah, this is super cool. Like, yeah. That that's the way it needs to be. I think, yeah, I, I think getting like a, a good prime lens on a camera that that opened up worlds to me, like hundred percent for me too. Yeah. Like I can blur out I, the I, background. What the fuck? What, you know what it really was for me? It was a mental thing of going, <laughs> now I don't have just a fucking point and shoot. Mm. Yeah. What separates me from somebody's grandmother? Right. And that was that was really as simple as what it was like. I needed that little extra thing to kind of jumpstart everything and have me go like I, God, what's his name? Uh, Rob Deerdick, right? 
uh, co-founder, or I, I don't know if he co-founded DC Shoes or was like big rep for DC Shoes and now host of MTV's most popular show, Ridiculousness and what have oh you. Oh my God. The factory <laughs> thing and everything. So forever yeah. and a day ago when Rob was living in Ohio, he went to a skate competition. He watched one of his favorite skaters who I can't remember the name of. He hit the guy up at the end of the show when he was like, yo, where do I get a deck like that? That thing's super cool. You should totally give me your deck. And the guy was like, you know what? Fuck it here. And hands him his skateboard. Rob uses this as the motivation to then go get good enough that he gets signed. His first label is the same or sorry. His first um, skateboard company that he signed with was the company that the board came from. Nice. So dude had that leg up of like, this is a competition level board and I'm not going to fucking waste this. That's amazing. And he still has it to this day. That's like, which means he never got mad enough to break that board. Yeah, that's like that's like Santana walking off stage and and handing some kid hand, in the audience and like, handing his some PRS. kid a guitar. Yeah, right. And if you hand it, like it, that same fucking eleven year old gets drug out somewhere and gets to watch Santana, and Santana walks in the back and goes, "So hey, I know you sat out there and everything. There's a ton of stuff out there for you to learn." But sometimes you just need that right tool. Do me a favor. Don't let me down. This is important. Yeah. And you hand it to that kid. And that kid goes, fuck. <laughs> it is, I think, more likely than not that that kid is going to end up being a rather impressive guitar player at a fucking minimum. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't I, have I, to fight with the gear. I, I, yeah. I would argue that there is a point that you have, and I don't want to discredit it, but at the same time, I genuinely believe that putting a bit of effort into, even if it's not your fucking kid, actually scratch that, especially if it's not your kid, because frankly, it, you got kids got to get encouragement from the weirdest places, and you never know where they latch on to that shit, yeah. and you never know how they view you or somebody else or what have you and they might think you're really cool and just be really awkward about it and when you go hey you did a great fucking job and i believe in you and you're gonna keep doing great so do me a favor go up there and kick some ass all right and they look at you and you go yeah i said kick some ass and don't let me down get up there and hmm. let them go and have fun jesus christ how many fucking art fighters have we played that game with and sent people who have genuine stage fright my fiance included yeah out there to go do a thing and now if i'm not mistaken is one half of the longest reigning super art fight tag team in <laughs> fucking history <laughs> never mind the reason I, yeah i was about to say some shit <laughs> jamie a fucking record is a record is a record and i'll fight anybody who says otherwise oh my god <laughs> but that's a but that's the point is like i i do think you need good shit to help encourage people. Environment matters. Yeah. Quality of materials matters. Encouragement. Like there are some kids that will absolutely you're hundred percent right. They're looking to find their medium. And if a yeah. kid seems into art and just doesn't know, and somebody goes, Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not really sure what they're into. Just get them one of those multi-pack things. They'll they'll totally eat up all it. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. But I think you owe it to every fucking kid that you know to spend that extra fucking 30 seconds and ask that question. Yeah, I think I think there's a balance. Like I think if I think if it's a question of access, I think they need, they need, they just need stuff. They just need stuff. I will wholeheartedly agree with you there. And I think if someone has had access to that stuff and has gotten to the point where they're, they're leaning toward one thing more than another, then I think the tool 
like giving him an like maybe giving him a like a a, a cheap set of copic cheap set of copics what did i say getting him uh, a yeah. set of copics will right. will like you know maybe and yeah i think i think it's a I, I think there's a balance and like i don't know i don't i don't know if age is a good way to restrict it because there i've i've been teaching montgomery college and at montgomery college everyone shows up so um there there have been some elderly people in my classes who have never done anything with comics just because they've had a, an entire life an entire career and you know drawing stupid shit was never part of that so like for right for them they're they're trying a whole bunch of shit and they're just trying to see what works so for them like having that variety um helps but like once they get into it then then they can zoom in and focus on the thing and say i i i want this is the thing that i want so i, I don't know right i think i think you're right i think you're right like it's a it's a platitude that we like to say that the tools don't matter. The tools don't matter, but sometimes the tools fucking matter. I think the tools definitely help. You're I I think you're right in the sense that they don't matter for people who are fucking virtuosos. Sure. Your your Ing- Jack White Ingve. can fucking wander yeah. into a a Caldor and buy a thirteen dollar guitar yeah. and fucking cut a record. Yeah. Not everybody's fucking Jack White. Ing- Ingve Malmsteen can do that shit. <laughs> Yeah, Steve yeah, Vi. but like, right, Nita Strauss. Steve <laughs> right, but how many kids really do covet that Steve Vai guitar and start practicing and working up to that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need a middle ground for cameras. <laughs> Again, yeah, to really get home the <laughs> we point that middle, we're trying to we make. We need a middle ground for cameras. Because, because we're both right. <laughs> We need a middle ground for cameras and we need positive encouragement for yeah. that. Olympus, I'm looking at you. <laughs> you need to be the good, caring, best friend of a fucking parent. Yes. That's what you need to do. Yes. Those kids need that positive encouragement from their uncles. Yeah. Those are the people who fucking buy them dumb shit yeah. and they need that middle ground camera. <laughs> yeah. And you could be filling this void, but instead you're making bullshit. The grandparents <laughs> buy the kids are like, cool, I guess. Um, and they don't bother with it. Cause Panasonic's not doing it. Panasonic is off in video land. They're, they're focused mainly on video cool. and they're full frame bullshit. So the only people who could keep micro four thirds alive are OM. <laughs> keep it alive. Keep it alive. Uh, and th- and with that, we're gonna hit the intro. <laughs> Uh, and we're back. Uh, Brandon, tell the people who we are. <laughs> and if they could hear us the entire time, they already know who we are. Right. If, if you could hear the dulcet tones of our voices in the beginning, in the beginning. there were two friends. And they wanted an excuse to hang out. Because, you know, life uh, uh, gets in the way. And that's why they created this, the fucking do a cast part of the hard knock media podcasting network. Oh yeah. I know what you're thinking. Is this a J podcast? No, no, 
no, no. We're talking about NOCs and nerds of color. Where you can find other podcasts about things that are far more important than us. Uh, we, they've been they've been hitting it hard with the interviews, like celebrity interviews, like uh, the Kung Fu, uh, the Kung Fu TV series. They've been hit, doing a lot of um, actor interviews. Mortal Kombat. They got a bunch of actors from Mortal Kombat. Like the network is kicking exactly. it. The network right. is killing it right now. And then it's me and Brandon. <laughs> You're right. And please understand, we will never, ever. And I'm sorry, Greg. Have a <laughs> top level other than Greg. Yes, in speaking with us, your your Mortal Kombat actors, nah, nah. Your voiceover actors, why not? Your two buddies, hey there, how you doing? That's us. So welcome to the warm, embracing hug that you definitely agreed to give because consent's fucking important. That we like to call the fucking do a cast. Fucking do yeah. it. Jamie, let's fucking pick something apart and talk about something inappropriate. So this way we absolutely get that explicit tag. <laughs> we I think Fuck. we are I think we're already explicit on the I imagine on the given iTunes the store. name of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're already explicit. So yeah, I think so. Um Brandon Chalmers, um Sir. Fuck the news. I am never doing the news segment ever again because I hate the news. Um <laughs> what have you been geeking on lately? What have you been geeking oh, on lately? What have you been man. geeking on? It's been a while. So, what have you been geeking on? <laughs> it, it it has been a while and you know, I, I talked about it I think the last uh, episode a couple weeks ago. And I do apologize, guys. Um regular life got in the way, that's why we couldn't record for a few weeks. So that is one hundred percent on me. I, I don't do think, apologize. I don't think the people give a shit. Hey, wow. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, they, the I Baker's think, dozen of consistent listeners I think definitely were like, Oh man. I think I think the people understand that like life gets in the way. So I get that. I I don't at the same time. (laughs) Jamie, these are these are friends who we meet with. (laughs) And when we don't get in contact, they might be a little concerned. They might be like, oh, I hope the guys are okay. Sure. I can tell you right now, things are pretty okay. But (laughs) what I was talking about a few weeks ago was I got super into Letter Kenny. So still into it, getting down now to the seventh season. You can watch it on Hulu. Um, It is incredibly funny and great. But one of the weird byproducts that I ended up picking up from it was this. This reminder of the term soft, which I think really resonated with me, because in this show, they are very open and understanding to a bazillion different lifestyles. And the characters come from varying backgrounds and everyone is very relatable to each other. But the only thing that the mostly main character and some of the subsequent characters tend to really uh, harp on is the idea of don't be soft, bud. Like mm. there, are, there are jobs to be done. There's work to be done. Don't be fucking lazy. Like even in the conversation, they joke around. And when you don't get to a, a point, Wayne, Wayne will look at the character and be like, pitter patter. And, and just basically like fucking make your point. But right. Like uh, I, I, what was it? One of them was like, do you want me to get you some climbing gear so you can climb? Uh, what is it? Mount whatever the fuck your point is. Make it. And like. Here's I a chalk bad bitch. <laughs> right. Like, and I genuinely appreciate <clears throat> this kind of attitude. And it made me weirdly kind of reflective on myself. And as a late 
like work's been a motherfucker. Personal life stuff has been a little challenging and, you know, relationship is great, but outside stuff is just it's a lot. And I realized that I was really falling into uh, a low grade depression where it was like I come home from work, you know, get up at like four thirty out the door by like 520 at work by like 615 work until four, then drive home and rush hour traffic home by like 515, then basically try and do a little bit of cleaning up around the house. And then it was essentially I'd sit down and I would kind of just kind of sit there and veg out. And I realized all I was doing was basically killing time before I went to bed mm. and starting to kind of had that reflective thing of like, Nah, my dude, you are you are getting depressed and it's not good because you're not getting things done. And then I would, you know, it'd be the weekend or something like that. I'd look around and be like, Jesus Christ, this place needs a fucking clean up. And then I'd be <laughs> mad at myself for hours on my first day off. And then I'd be exhausted come Saturday night. And then Sunday, I got to go grocery shopping and everything. And then by the time it's Sunday evening where I'm finally being like, ah. I have to fucking be up at 4.30 the next day. And I was like, I wasn't resetting the batteries at all. At least it didn't feel like it. Yeah. And this was kind of a revelation maybe like two or three days ago where it was just like, nope, nope. There's there's a certain point where like I can get home and it doesn't really matter if I'm tired. The grass still needs to be cut. Dishes still need to be done. Laundry still needs to be folded. Like – the life shit isn't going to suddenly stop. And if my depression is bad enough that I can't physically function with that stuff, I need to basically muscle the fuck up and go talk to somebody or go figure out how I can get over this. But I genuinely think the first real step that I can do is fucking just change my attitude and go and do the thing Mm. because I tend to feel better when I get shit accomplished. So like the last two weekends, uh, ended up getting a new uh, bed frame for everything. Uh, went and got the bedroom all reorganized, changed the whole layout around, got a whole bunch of stuff moved, what have you. Past weekend, or uh, sorry, and then uh, Sunday got a new fucking TV for the li- for the living room, Ooh. new sixty five inch Sony Bravia. Yeah, Good feeling. Yeah. yeah. So like re redid <clears throat> that this past weekend nicole ended up getting a new desk she got a new job Hot. which is fancy not allowed to talk about any of it but she got a new job so it was like cool you're gonna be working remote now so you're gonna be in that office all the time let's get you a proper desk she's like cool i want one of those bougie as fuck ikea sit stand desks one of the power jobbies i was like done and done let's go do that thing exactly so like she redid her office. We got all that built. And I was like, well, let's play musical furniture. I got this new fuck TV. I decided to get a new entertainment center. And I realized that, like, we now changed up our sleeping space, her office, reorganized my office a bit, and got the living room done. And I realized I started to look around and I go, I got a lot of fucking accomplished. And even though there was still a bit of, like, outside drama and everything, I feel fucking good getting this shit done. Nice. And then I got home yesterday and was like, yep, going to do the lawn, going to get that done. And I got done everything and i was like okay i'm tired but i feel good and then i walked out this morning to go to work and i saw the grass and i was like yep job well done and then walked <laughs> in and got in the car and like i started the morning with like a yeah you did let's, good let's do business you did let's good do killer <laughs> and and like tried to carry that through the day and i realized like i needed kind of a mental kick in the ass and 
weirdly enough, it all kind of stemmed from this dumb fuck character kind of doing the like pitter patter. There's work <laughs> to be done. It's chorn to do. Let's go do the thing. And it was like, yeah, you know what? He's not fucking wrong. <laughs> Fix a thing. Make a thing. Well, do a yeah, thing. Because it. Well, because it's that realization of like 90% of the shit in your world, you're going to have to at least take responsibility for and pay somebody else to do, even if you physically can't do it yourself. Yeah. Got a bad back, can't cut the grass. You need to find somebody to go cut that grass. Like bottom line is you're going to have to hustle and work it one way or the other, but you need to start problem solving because I think there's a little too much of I can't and I don't want to and bad vibe in and what have you and not quite enough like. Yeah, I get that, and it's okay not to feel okay, but shit still needs to get done. Yeah. I don't want to downplay anybody's depression or what they're going through or anything, but I think a healthy reminder of the only person who's going to get through a lot of this shit is you, and you taking care of this shit is going to help you grow. When you start noping out and you let everybody else step in, start to get fucking lazy, bud. <laughs> like, y- you do. <laughs> do the thing. <laughs> Do the thing. Yeah. Do the I, thing. Jamie, is anybody else going to draw your fucking comic? Nope. Anybody else going to do that client work? Nope. Well, someone, else gonna, someone might. <laughs> someone might, and that's a bigger fucking fear. Yeah, that's 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 the fear. Like, if you don't right. do it, someone else is going to. If you don't do it, somebody else is going to do it, and that's yeah. the idea. Like, yeah. don't fucking let somebody else come in and do your job. Otherwise, yeah. you won't fucking have that job much longer. Yeah, that's true. So... I, I I remind everyone here, hear me say this as I try and in a lot of cases try and be tougher than I ever really am. And if you're per, if you have the opportunity to be personally friends with me, I try and do my best when everyone else is around me to be the toughest son of a bitch I can. So this way, nobody has to deal with a bunch of shit. We get in an argument with somebody, what have you. I'm going to be the first person getting in their face. <laughs> I'd rather get hit than you will. That's 100 percent my nature. Yeah. And hear me say I was going home every night and I was feeling real fucking depressed and I didn't know what to do about it. And I decided to just start doing something. I don't know if it's going to be the right option for you, but I think it's a good step in the right direction. Yeah. So give it a shot. Yeah. And you could start with like a little thing. No, hundred percent break. Jesus Christ. Break up tasks. Yeah. For the love of God, break them up into small things. Yeah. Not I'm going to scrub the bathroom. Just let me wipe that sink down. Yeah. I'll, I'll maybe I'll get to the other thing in the morning, and then by the time it's it's Thursday, maybe you haven't cleaned the whole bathroom, but you can definitely spend four minutes and scrub that toilet down. Yeah. And next thing you know, by the time the weekend's in, you don't have to fucking take care of that bathroom. That bad boy is pretty good. Yeah. Don't put the whole steak in your mouth all at once, like a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Little tasks. Or, or break that shit down. Or if you're real hungry, maybe you do put the whole stick in your mouth. <laughs> maybe you do. Uh, <laughs> the, the other thing that I can highly suggest, put down the podcast and pick up a fucking album. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The podcasts, especially if you are a political junkie like me, even in our current administration being worlds better oh. from my personal opinion, it's still going <clears> to <throat> fucking emotionally drain you, kid. Put on a goddamn album, or or a, or a dumb podcast like our podcast. <laughs> I, yeah, but even then, I think I still get too fucking heavy, and we get we get winded or whatever it is. You know what we are, Jamie? I think we're good background stuff while you're at work. You yeah. want a little bit of a chuckle. You want to be able to kind of be in a conversation with your friends or what have you. I think that's where our niche is. I don't think anybody's settling in on the YouTube at home when they have dinner. No, like, no, 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 no. I think we are. 
played in the background or in a little tiny window in the corner of somebody's monitor. Yeah. And hey, thank you for for bothering to listen to our bullshit. <laughs> I need an hour to annoy my brain. <laughs> Let me put on these glasses. Right. <laughs> I, I need a fucking distraction. And I haven't seen Jamie and Brandon in person in some time. Okay. You oh, know, us from a con. Hell, you know, us from art fight. You, yeah. Jesus Christ. Right. I mean, fuck, we've been gallivanting around the con circuit. You for fuck. I can't even remember how long I'm, me for man, what's yeah. going on a decade now for myself. I'm so itching like, to get back too, And it's sick. Like, uh, I need to get back. It's probably going to be 2022. <laughs> yeah, but and I'm going to okay. be hermetically sealed. <laughs> I'm just going to have like, it, it's going to be great. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to actually do a whole big thing. I'm going to wheel Jamie in. We're yeah. going to crack the plastic on him. It's going to be <laughs> outstanding. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be sweet. Now, <laughs> Jamie Noguchi. Yeah. What have you been geeking out about? Uh, Brandon Chalmers. If I told you there was a movie that had Batista, Tony Jaw, and Michelle yeah. Yeoh in it, would that interest you? Uh, sure. Yes. <laughs> so, I've I've been watching a whole bunch of kung fu movies on Netflix and amazon prime and ooh, ooh, is this like a kickboxer sequel or something like that no no it's 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 have you heard of ipman the ipman series yes 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 the the donnie yen ipman series yes so um we watched uh i <laughs> i conned audrey into watching mortal Kombat with me <laughs> over the weekend and God boy damn. howdy boy howdy let's make a tournament movie without having the tournament in it oh boy um oh they mortal Kombat 2 did they so well i wasn't expecting much because mortal Kombat. it was it was it was entertaining um the the first seven minutes were the best part of the movie uh and that part was great the yeah the 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 part that they leaked they 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 put the first seven minutes on youtube for everybody to entice you to go it and you watch that and you're like damn this might be amazing and then you watch the rest of the movie and be like wow those seven minutes were really really good (laughs) okay so what you're saying is is that what you really need to do right is put on the first seven minutes of mortal Kombat. And then turn it off and go watch the raid. <laughs> yeah, yes, the raid is superior in every fucking way. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! E- even though the raid doesn't have the fancy CG and like the the fatalities, no, 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 don't need it. Fuck you! Don't need the it. The raid has a guy grabbing a guy, sticking his head into a wall once, twice, thrice. Bam! The raid has a guy catching a leg and putting it in a different direction. The raid has a refrigerator being used as a as a as a ballistic weapon on a mother the raid is superior so watch those first seven minutes maybe do a super cut of all the fatalities definitely check out that Liu kang kid because he takes off his shirt and the the lad is cut like it is very difficult not to object sir objectify sir because homeboy homeboy was like "Mm, mm. that Liu kang kid Dude is put in the work, then by all means, I have no problem with the basement being flooded. Yeah, like (laughs) we we saw that and I was like, Audrey, holy shit. (laughs) Wow. Um, Yeah. And I don't know. There there are entertaining parts in it. I did not regret watching it. It's better at home because you can shit talk the screen and not disturb the other patrons in the theater. (laughs) 
So, so I, what you're saying is, Jamie, this is not a movie that you would be able to watch quiet. No, no, no. In fact, like, <laughs> when we can hang out with each other, that might be fun to just shit talk it and record our, our conversation and make that a podcast. <laughs> I, awesome. We just do. Honestly, like, we could spend so much time just doing riff tracks yes. on movies that we've been discussing. Yes, yes. I think it would be hysterical. Anyway. So Ipman, I don't remember which one, one, two, three, or four, but he 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 was challenged by this Wing Chun master, and okay. Ipman defeated him in a secret fight with like one move, and the guy was like, "I'm giving up my school. I quit everything. You know, kung fu is yours. Ip schooled me. I'm done." This movie is called Master Z, and it's about what happened after to this guy. So it's like a side story, and I was like, "Hmm." There's a sword on the cover. I'm going to watch it. It's on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I am genetically predisposed to watch anything with a sword in it, Brandon. <laughs> no, you're you're good. I, I am the same way with random action movies where yeah. it's like, boy, I don't remember Jason Statham being in this one, but all right, we'll give this a spin. Yeah, exactly. And all of a sudden, Jason Statham's in like fucking louisiana where he's like <laughs> i'm sixth generation cajun and i'm like the fuck you are the fuck you are yeah i've been my family's been protecting this parish since 1876 and i'm like <laughs> fuck off fuck off um so this real way of is important to me <laughs> oh man oh, uh so this movie is about this guy who who like disgraced Wing Chun guy just trying to make a living as a regular Joe and his in, in his run-ins with all the gangsters and all the shit. Um, Michelle Yeoh plays like the, the head gangster of a crime family and she's badass. Of course, every time Michelle Yeoh walks on screen, whether it's in Star Trek or in crazy rich Asians or crouching tiger, hidden dragon, the room stops because it's Michelle goddamn motherfucking yo. Like, Hmm. She commands a stage. She's awesome in it. Tony Jaws in it. He has no lines at all, <laughs> um, but he has some amazing fight scenes. And then Batista is in this movie. Batista's character owns a steak restaurant. So there's like shots of big ass Batista cooking a steak and serving it right before kicking someone's ass. <laughs> okay. And, uh, <laughs> all right. It's, it's amazing. It's great. The, the fight scenes, and, th and this, is, this is why I, I think I'm spoiled from watching tokusatsu and kung fu films. When there's an action scene in tokusatsu or these Hong Kong kung fu films, the camera steps back and does minimal movement. Maybe it'll pan and scan, but the action is with the characters. And when you're watching a Western action film... There, there's all this quick cut. The the camera's jumping around. It's all shaky because it wants you to. They they want you to to get the feel like you're in the action itself. Whereas like the the tokusatsu and the the Hong Kong kung fu films want you to see these actors kicking ass. And that was right. my that was my big problem with with um, Mortal Kombat because you had a few people who actually knew martial arts, but they were done no services. Like the the camera was all <laughs> all up in their face and doing this fucking shit and it's like I, I i'd like to uh take a pause out here for a second as the hard knock media podcasting network has been kind enough 
to be graced with many of the actors from the Mortal Kombat series. And we'd like to say that the thoughts and views of the fucking <laughs> do it cast are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Hard Knock Media Podcasting Network. <laughs> now, just as a reminder, so you're saying that they basically did them dirty they and did them dirty. really fucking stepped it up? Yes, yes. Like, the, they have the, they had the budget, they had the CG, they had, they had, like, everything, they have all the ingredients they didn't film them in a way that presented it well. Like, I this so, movie, this Jamie. movie had like a, a fraction of the budget that Mortal Kombat did, and the action scenes were more impactful. Like Batista's fight with this guy, like they made Batista look like he he knew some martial arts in there instead of just like lumbering around and punching people. Like, didn't Batista play some play the uh, the master in a fucking kickboxer sequel? Oh, I don't know. But now I'm gonna have to look Hang that on. up. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look that up. Uh, but they made they made the fight between uh, the small the smallest of Asian men against the biggest Batista. They made it look realistic. They made it look like like all the hits were earned. It, they made it look like you know when the guy finally beat Batista. They made it look like it was an earned shot rather than you know if you see anyone fight. Um, oh God, who is the guy? I, I haven't watched wrestling long enough. The stupid guy with the, the dick sword tattoo. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Anytime you see anyone fight Brock Lesnar and they beat him, you're like, that's not realistic. <laughs> yeah. It, by the way, um, so uh, it was, by the way, the 4.9 out of 10 on IMDb doesn't do this fucking movie justice. It's fucking wild. Um, Dave Batista plays uh, Tong Po, who is... <laughs> The master in the 2016 <laughs> classic Kickboxer Vengeance, uh, alongside uh, our own Gina Carano of oh, uh, Star Wars. Oh boy! Hang on, this is 2016 Gina Carano. Right, this right. is before we knew she was fucking terrible. Uh, <laughs> and Jean Claude Motherfucking Van Damme. Ooh, back for more. Back for more. JCF and VD, son. JCF and VD. If this is on Amazon or if it's on Netflix, I'm watching that tonight. <laughs> fucking Christ. Hang on. Let me see if I can figure out watch movie. Where the fuck can I watch it? Come on. Give me something. Uh, um, YouTube, Google Play, yada, 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 yada. God damn it, Jamie. Um, is it on Netflix? It might be on Netflix. It might be on Netflix. Worst case scenario, Jamie, I'll send you a fucking iTunes gift card. That's my <laughs> gift to you. You need to fucking watch it. Yeah. Also, Batista was fucking great in, I think it's Hotel Artemis. Oh, was um, I, I want to watch that shit. It's fucking fun, and Batista plays a guy named Everest. Okay, that I'm sold. Which is the greatest fucking nickname for a guy Batista's size. Yeah. I, I love him in this movie, and he, he, he doesn't have a big role, but his role is, is, is great, and he, he has a lot of fun with it. You can tell he's having a good time. You can tell everyone's having a good time, and the way they film it is with love, and it's with care, and you can see them doing the chop sake, and I was like, why couldn't, they, why couldn't Mortal Kombat be filmed like this? Because it's a Mortal Kombat movie and because it's decided by a committee in a studio, yeah. not by somebody who genuinely has passion for a product. It's it's a damn shame because I feel like the, if the if the action shots were filmed the way the Kung Fu people film their things, they're, the filmographers or stunt coordinators, I don't know who's in charge of filming the action, but if they hire them and give them that budget and redo the fight scenes in the Mortal Kombat, it would be even better. Like, I had a lot of friends who were like, the, the, the fights in Mortal Kombat were amazing. I'm like, motherfucker, that's because you haven't seen Kamen Rider. <laughs> and yeah, sure, see, they're more bloody than Kamen Rider, but Kamen Rider knows cares? how to film a kick. 
they know how to film a kick. They know how to film like um, the the Ichigo guy <laughs> transforming and like beating the shit out of people yeah. in Thailand for some reason. Because <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah. So I I was very pleased with that movie. I was surprised to see Tony Jaa, Michelle Yeoh, and Batista in it. Apparently, Batista was a producer on it, so that's pretty cool. That makes sense. Um, well, then, really, Jamie, I think that's what we learned. You know what Mortal Kombat needed? Batista. Yeah. 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 Yep. Fucking Batista. Fucking Batista. <laughs> Guy makes shit great. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, you can have your fucking classics with your Dwayne Johnsons, but I think all you really need is a Dave Batista. He... he He'll take you a want dive, to turn yeah. a four into a solid fucking eight? Yeah. Grab yourself a Dave Batista. Yeah, and he he doesn't have his sister counting how many times he loses in a fight. If he's gonna get his ass beat, he's gonna get his ass beat, and it's gonna look That's amazing. Right. He can That's take a bump. Be. He can take a bump. That's all it's gonna be. All I'm saying is, is that Dave Batista starred in Hercules. That movie may have not been such a flop. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, all right, we have we have a quick topic. We have a quick topic, so we'll get to it okay. really quickly. Uh, okay. I have to hit the mid-roll button. Now. Okay, Brandon, uh, yeah. final Fast and Furious, what are they calling it? Furious 9? Fast 9? Fatal 9? Floppy 9? The fi- Fast and Furious movie, Fast Nine. What is the movie called? I have no fucking clue. Well, what, what, whatever, fine. Then, uh, the, are, we're talking about the one we haven't seen with John Cena. Han lives, yeah, with John Cena. Han lives okay, with John so Cena. Okay, that's what we're calling it. We're calling it Han, Han lives. lives. Right. Okay. Okay. So, so go ahead. My question is, yeah, what would your car be? My fast car? What What is your fast car? Because, like... N- not a fair question. I need a scenario. Okay. Everybody has a scenario-based fast car. Okay, so you're... Okay, so... Uh, uh, the, the last drive of the movie. I don't... The, the last drive of the movie. The hero car. Am, you're saving the day. Am I, am, I, am I trying to chase somebody down? Do I need to have... We're talking like, am I deflecting missiles? Where, where physically are we? Okay. Like, okay. are we, are we like, okay. Mm-hmm. Are, are we randomly at the home of the rock <laughs> or, or of Lieutenant Hobbs? Are we <laughs> hanging out wherever the fuck Ryan Reynolds grew up? Are we in like LA trying to basically tear down the street in front of Vin's old house? Like <laughs> where are we at? Cause that shit matters. That's on true. What I can really get away with. All like right. if you want me to give, a catch-all answer uh i would well probably okay. say so God, so God. um vin diesel's character toretto uh his <laughs> dom shrine oh my god he is a dom shrine uh, the dom shrine man himself his signature car is that that charger that black charger right 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 um brian's car uh was always an import, wasn't it? It was always like a Nissan something. Yeah, it was. It was always a Nissan. It was always like a that. Nissan. Like no matter what movie it was, he preferred the imports. Right. Um. Um. Let me. Let me see. Uh. uh 
I think everyone else has whatever car they get, but like those two had the, their hero car, like their hero preference. So there's a company out of England called Catrum, mm-hmm. and they normally make kit cars. And if you want to go ahead and Google them real fast, it's C-A-T-E-R-H-A-M. Uh, the car you're looking for is the 7, and the addition that I'm looking for is the 620R. Um so basically what you're looking at is a better power to weight ratio than a Bugatti Veyron. Mm. Um, open wheeled roadster, really Ooh. rad looking kit. Yeah. Um, something that I don't look like I should belong in, but let me be clear. Nothing. And I mean, fucking nothing is better than having a proper accessory. And that is the sort of vehicle that when I'm feeling jaunty, you get old style leather fucking goggles. <laughs> when I want to be a total badass, custom fucking motocross style helmet with the cool shit. And I could roll up wearing any number of visor setups or just actually having the windshield. I want to get fancy about it. Fucking have the one with the fancy windshield, whole nine, yada, yada, yada. But yeah, <laughs> I would say open-ended roadster. Um, yeah. We could do... Uh, if I wanted to do something similar to that, uh, the Ariel Adam, also British company, and they do an off-road version called the Ariel Nomad, uh, which, again, really fun stuff. But I would love to have something that feels almost a little too sketchy for its own good. <laughs> but look, if I've, if I've learned anything from the most recent Grand Tour special, James May, one of my favorite people on the planet – went on the roads of, I believe it was Madagascar in one of those with giant chunky off-road tires. It's only rear wheel drive Hmm. and managed to navigate his way all the way around mud bogs, uh, beaches, rutted roads, whatever it is. The thing just fucking held up and took a beating. Did he end up wearing half of whatever he was driving through? Yes, he did. (laughs) But part of the fucking adventure is getting there. And I'd like to be able to know that I get out looking like a fucking superhero where it's like, then I can get like one of those rad, like racing jumpsuit sort of things. Like I can find an excuse to go and do dumb shit. Fuck. I could really start getting into overalls for some fucking reason. Like (laughs) just have a ton of fun with it. But yeah, my, my golden rule I think would be, Anything that is really open ended, uh, caged in what sort of thing like mm-hmm. I don't want some fucking lame ass Jeep. Mm-mm. Classic cars are fucking rad. Yeah, but I'd rather have like uh, I, if you were going to put me in an old car, it would be a like an AC, like a Shelby Cobra sort of Ooh. thing. Nice. Like if you're going to put me in like a classic car, I want that looks a little sketchy. It's a little dangerous. Like I'm talking about the kind of Porsche that killed James Dean sort of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I I want to be on the ragged edge of it and make it look really great doing uh, the it. Cobra looks right now? fucking awesome. Fucking Shelby Cobras are dope looking, and you can get a kit car version of that for relatively cheap. Jesus. I think you can buy a full kit uh, assembled and everything else like that for like maybe 50 grand, and they've got like Corvette motors in them, so they're super fucking reliable. If, if I ever get fuck you money, you let me know which one you want, and I'll get it for you. Maybe. <laughs> God, yes. 100%. But yeah, like I think that would be my go to is something like that. Something yeah. that doesn't necessarily work for me, but you look at it and you go, that's fucking cool. Or you see my big ass cramming myself into the cage room and be like, really? You're like, yes, <laughs> yes, fucking really. I want something, Jamie, that my arm 
is hanging out the side. So <laughs> I go turning the, the wheel. You see that fucking elbow like that. That elbows are out. I want you to see the fucking sinew in my arm. If I'm going to spend all of those times doing fast and furious curls yeah. to get those arms fucking Vin <laughs> Diesel tight, I want you to be able to fucking see them, baby. I want them out in the open. That fucking 12 o'clock shit right out in the open. I want you to see me gripping the steering wheel so fucking hard. It looks like I'm going to rip that bitch off. And you know what the best part is? If it's a Catrum, those steering wheels designed to be removed, and that can be part of the scene. Pong. I literally, somebody tries to jump in, I rip the wheel off, I beat them with it, put the wheel back on, and slide back into the God, thing. that would be Pull a off great again, shot. And I beat the shit out of somebody and I'm back on again. Yeah. I've already figured out my fucking fight scene, son. <laughs> All right. So I need you to. What about you? I need you to tell me what kind of car. Like, I don't know shit about cars, but I figure my role in a Fast and Furious movie would be not necessarily the man in the man in the chair, but like a backup person, someone driving something big that carries a lot of shit. Like, you know, if you need if you need an EMP, I got an EMP in the back. If you need like a chain gun, I got the chain gun in the back. If you need a grappling hook, I got fitty. Like, you know, I got a whole bunch of shit in the back. I got the utility van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on, let me see. Um, but I want see. it to look cool, and I'm gonna put a foos phase on fade on it, a foos fade on it, and uh, that's the only <laughs> painting term I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me see. What fucking episode was that? Uh, so I need you to search, um, a car called the Marauder. M-A-R-A-U-D-E-R. Um, so this thing is fucking huge. It was highlighted on an old episode of Top Gear. Uh, it's got jump seats (laughs) in the back. Um, it comes factory with two (laughs) AK-47s. It's bomb proof. Um, it has self-reinflating tires in case you actually do get a puncture. Uh, you can run it through goddamn anything. And, uh, if you want a relative size comparison here, and this yeah. is going to be hard to kind of show here. Um, let me see if this will turn sideways here. If I can, I'm going to put a sword. I'm going to put a chainsaw so on that. If shit. anyone's looking at this image, yes. that is it compared to a Hummer. <laughs> that is exactly what I was looking for. <laughs> So if you want a big fuck support vehicle that you know you can't fuck up, because I I just want to, as I'm whipping through the streets in the tiniest thing, see Jamie. Because honestly, if you look at our body types and us, we should be driving the exact opposite vehicle. And putting you in that big fucking thing where somebody goes, hey, where's Noguchi? And you just hear this smashing of buildings off in the distance and just literally shit flying up in the air and go, he's on his way. Or like, I go to look back and I'm riding through the streets and I hear you over the radio go, yo B, I got you. And just, you're running through like a shopping mall with this fucking thing. Up and over the fountain and all sorts of shit like that. Oh my God. Perfect for you. (laughs) I love it. It's the most anime thing ever. (laughs) It's totally fucking unnecessary. And the chance of you getting hurt in that thing is damn near zero, which means you can be the perfect kind of comedy relief. It'll be outstanding. The last scene of you pulling in and like smashing into like two like small, like that would be the final scene is you trying to park in a compact space. 
<laughs> right, yeah. Just you pulling in and then opening the door and realizing you're taller than the vehicles and hopping out on top of like a Ford Fiesta and then shutting the door and look at it and go, nailed it. And then walk away like nothing happened. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I fucking want yeah. that now. <laughs> yep, 100%. <laughs> oh that's great uh yeah man uh, doing what i can for you buddy <laughs> man i love it i fucking love it all right brandon well uh where can people find you other than driving that amazing car <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on instagram at that guy chalmers jamie noguchi where can they find you uh instagram uh jamie noguchi angry zen master on twitter wherever you see this thing where i posted i'm there and all that kind of stuff and yeah that's it yep you can find the fucking Duocast at all places find podcasters sold, <laughs> such as Stitcher or the iTunes store. Oh, and Spotify. We're on Spotify. Oh, and Spotify. Don't forget Spotify. When you're looking for variety in podcasts, think Spotify. Spotify. God. All right. Here we go. Here we go.